and welcome to my Xbox and me episode oh two hundred and forty-two. I think. Yes. Is it right? Are we are we one hundred percent right? Yeah. 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 I am. Checked out the YouTube. <laughs> Did you see what? Let me get into this. Uh, I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man, the myth, the legend, Crash. How are you? Good. Yeah, you can't be Don't that nickname. I'm crash. sorry. I'm not. Yeah, that's not you. I'm sorry. Too fresh, crash, crash. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm are you surprised Too Fresh Crush has stuck as long as it has? Um, I'm surprised it's not worse. It's a good name, I think. You don't, you don't throw it at me as much anymore, you know? That's because we don't play games really anymore. Uh, even when we played games, you never did it. I mean, it's not. Re- it's more something like, like, yo, this is my homie, Too Fresh Crush. Like, it's not really like, yo, Too Fresh Crush, glad you left. That's too much, you know? Like, yeah, you see, what's going to happen is you're going to introduce me as that one day, and somebody's going to be like, this guy's obnoxious. Why is he referring to himself as Too Fresh Crush? Why is this guy so fresh? <laughs> um, Crush, how are you doing? How are, you, how, 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 how are things? Things are very interesting, you know? Not a... Uh... That's that's not uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah they're weird um right, let's not be around the bush with it yeah because this yes. is gonna this is gonna be a long a long topic I guess and a long conversation I guess and yeah no this isn't usually the avenue I would talk about this stuff on but this is my weekly Xbox podcast you know what it is we talk about Xbox games but it's also about us as people right yeah. that's what that's what my Xbox and me is we talk about we bullshit in the front then we talk about the video game news in the back. Obviously, something big has happened. Um, I, I don't even. It, it it makes. I'm already angry. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm already angry just thinking about it. I'm already yep. angry knowing the fact that we got to do this. And I want to make this very clear up front because obviously most of our listeners are um, audio, right? So yep. if you don't know. Because some people won't know. I haven't got like a an overly black voice. I am mixed race. And if you don't like that, get the fuck out. Let me make that very clear up front. If you are someone who is against the Black Lives movement right now, if you are somebody who is, all lives matter, blah, blah. No, I'm not with you. You're not with me and I'm not with you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you that right now. Let me tell you that right now. Like I say, we are an Xbox podcast, but I need to get this out, obviously. The injustice that's going on in America right now. And people don't seem to get how much it actually hits me seeing what's going on in America. Because most of my friends, my viewership, my audience, just people I care about are in America. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So to, when I see the New York stuff happening, I think of you. When I see San Francisco, I think of kind of funny, obviously. When I think of... It doesn't matter where it is. I, I've got so many friends in different parts of America and to see what's going on and to see how your country and don't get me wrong mine is no better and that's what i love about people in the uk oh we're not racist yes we are we are racist mm. and don't try and be fake about it and don't try and front and don't tr- just don't just don't you can hide but we see you and people other people see you now and i think that's the important part right is other people see you um rest in peace to george floyd of course um what happened to him is disgusting is he's not a human at this point police do not believe that yeah. other people are human I don't, do you know what i mean like what yeah no it's it was 
really gross. I don't know if you've watched the video. It's I have. Very uncomfortable to Unfortunately. watch. It's not. It's um, it's it's disgusting, man. It really is. And to have someone to have this happen, and then see the reaction from that, and and it's so important right now. We're in such an important time in history, Crash. Right, and it's weird because we just went through a pandemic with COVID. Yeah. We're like, oh my god, we're in history, and then obviously this has happened. We're in history again. Don't let this one be the flesh in the pan again. Yep. Don't let this one be the. Oh yeah, yeah. We we supported game industry. Let's 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 move the topic quickly to game industry people, right? Because I've got game companies coming out of my ass now, following me on Twitter and DMing me and asking me, oh, do you want to do this stream? Do you want to do that stream? Oh, we're we're doing this program. Oh, we're doing that program. I'm not lying to you. I can show you the receipts. Where was you the last five years? No one wanted to know me the last five years. Nobody. Nobody has wanted to know me. No one wanted to touch me. No one spoke to me. No one's been following me. I have to beg and scratch and claw for PR people. Yeah. Does even look at me. And now I've got reps from everywhere following me on Twitter. You're not following me just for the sake of it. Like this, you clearly there's some guilt there. Clearly, right. don't get me wrong. My name's being elevated right now. Everyone, everyone I know in a position of power, especially white people in position of power right now, are tweeting about me. Like there are so many people tweeting about me, and I'm thankful. I'm so thankful for everyone that are doing it. Don't get me wrong. But do you know how much that hurts? Do you know how much that stings? Do you know how much that... It, it kills me inside. It does, and I tweeted about it the other day. And people were like, yeah, but you put the... I understand. But do you know how much it sucks to be doing this for five, least six years, get nowhere? Then a black man dies, the country starts to riot and protest, and then people notice me? People are noticing me because I'm mixed race, black. Not because of my hard work and dedication. And that, that hurts. It hurts. Right. Not to be recognized for everything you've done. It's not, instead just... <laughs> it's not the 250 weeks we put in on this podcast. It's not the five years we put in on Twitch. It's not the somewhat consistent basis of YouTube content. No. No one noticed any of that. No one's noticed that. They still haven't noticed that. That's, that's the thing that bugs me the most. Is I've got these companies in my DMs. And they're, oh, we see you're a streamer. Oh, we see that. Oh, did you even come and check out my stream? Or is it just because you need a blackface? Someone not too, not too intimidating. Someone with a soft voice, but that has the right complexion. Is that all I am? Is that all I am? Because if it is, because if it is, sorry, let me keep going. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. No. Because if it is... I don't want to work for you or be near you or talk to you or I don't. I don't want nothing to do with you. And let me tell you, the people that are not tweeting about this and the people who are not uh, supporting the movement and the people, I see you. I promise you I see you because staying silent is meaning you're complicit, in my opinion. Because you can't use your platform because you're scared you're going to lose some Twitter followers. You want racist Twitter followers. Is, yep, that, is, no. that, is that what this is? I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's people who tweet on the regular and get no likes or anything. And some people are like, well, my voice won't be heard. You tweet all the time to nobody listening to you. So. I, I can't. I can't do it, you know. I, I, I generally can't. I can't. 
there are there's such a small amount of people in this industry that have come along and been like you're cool i like what you're doing right there's such a small amount of them but at least i know those were genuine Mike, Mike from Outside Xbox. I did feel a type of way when Mike shouted me out on Outside Xbox and gave me the promo that he did because I've met Mike. Mike's been gracious with me with his time and been on this podcast. He's been on this podcast before, back in 2016. He he supported me before a lot of people. Laura, obviously, K Buzz. Oh, wow, she's in chat, didn't even realize. Been there since my first ever EGX. First ever EGX. She was there. Here's my business card. Let me help you. Follow back on Twitter. She didn't know me. I'm just some dude in a queue. Took, took, that, took that support and just has been supporting me ever since, you know? But I'm, let me tell you, my eyes are open. My eyes are open and I am not trusting too many people right now. I'm not trusting. And, and, and it feels weird, Crash. This is me and you. We talk on such a regular basis, right? About... About, oh, we want to grow on Twitch and we want to grow the YouTube channel. We want to grow the podcast. We want to do that. I don't know how I feel about it being this being the thing that makes it happen, though. Mm. Yeah. Do you know? And I've got people. The thing that fucks me up the most is I've got people in my DMs like, yeah, but you've got people eyes on you now. Capitalize. Cap-. I'm like, someone had to die for no reason for me to get support. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you as... You as a collective of people, who, whoever you are, who don't understand that. Do you know how much that weighs on me? Like, I feel bad posting a tweet with, with promo in it. And I said to you, we spoke literally a day before, Crash, about how I don't like how opportunistic people are being right now. With, yeah. with, and I was like, I don't really want to promote this. I don't really, and unfortunately, I had to change my mindset a little bit on that just because of the sheer numbers of people that wanted to support. And I just wanted to put it out there in one tweet and go, there you go. There it is. Go support it if you want to support it and don't if you don't. But if you're following me now because I'm black and not because you enjoy my content, the unfollow button is there and feel free to use it. Honestly, and I mean that. Sorry, I know I've gone on and uh, no. it's uh, I just, again, Black Lives Matter, support the movement, support the charities, support black creators. You know why you don't see many of us in the industry? Because nobody supports them. It's as, it's as simple as that. Look at Twitch. And again, we're on Twitch right now. And I'll call your asses out. Everything's going on. Everything is going on right now. I go on Twitch every single day. And I go through that front page every single day. I don't see any black content creators on the front page. Not even at a time like this. You can't put yeah. any black... You can't put any... And I'm not talking about me. I'm a little nobody. I'm a nobody. Flash in the pan, whatever. I'm talking about these this big content creator out there of color, and they can't even get on the platform. Mess, messed up, man. It's messed up. It really is messed up. Um, I've got yeah, man. Just there's a lot of people out there now. They want to talk to now. They want to talk to black people now. They want to highlight us now. They and let me t- let me. I want to be perfectly honest with everyone. See the white guilt that some people are feeling. I feel it too. I'm half white. And I think that's that's the that's the thing that people forget. Like people have white guilt. That's a thing. It's a thing that happens. Like I was brought up by my mum, who is white, and my dad's my dad is around as well. Don't get me twisted. Um, but my mum mainly brought me up, right? She she I'm a, I'm a very English. 
Um, I'm not very much in touch with my roots as much as I would like to be um, of my homeland and stuff like that. The history of where I come from. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like... I'm, I'm not, but you get what I'm trying to say here. Like, it, it took for all this for anyone to notice. And it sucks. And it sucks. And I just, I just have to be very... Right now, I have to be very careful. Very, very careful. Because there's so many people that want me. Like, want, want, want me. I shouldn't say want me because they actually want me. But want MC Fixer, the black dude. And I don't know if I want to be that guy for people. Just because. And it's not... And this is people... Let me crash. How many times we talk about how broke I am? On a race. People are offering me money now. Now it's like, oh, you want to come stream on our platform? We'll pay you. You want to do this? We'll pay you. It's like, I don't know how I feel about it. I generally don't know how I feel about it. Because I know all my success comes with an asterisk next to it. Which right. is that George Floyd had to die for this. Yeah. Makes me feel somewhat disingenuous. Makes me right. uncomfortable, brother. I've got Haley. Haley is around feeling feeling bad because she's like, I need to do more, blah, 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 blah. She's trying to educate herself. I'm like, just chill. Just chill. I'm not sleeping at night properly. Remember, like, this is all I've ever wanted, right? It's my Twitter to be bumping, my my YouTube foot subs to go up, my Twitch followers to go up, my concurrent. This is all I've ever wanted, yet I can't sleep at night. I think it says a lot. I think it says a lot. Again, I'll, this won't be the last time I talk about it. I'm on plenty of platforms, uh, spreading awareness, raising money for, for the Black Lives Matter movement. So don't get me wrong, but don't think I weren't going to come on my platform, my Xbox and me, my platform, something that I created in 2015 and not take up, I don't care how long this has been, at the beginning of the show. If you don't like it, unsubscribe. If you don't like it, unfollow me. If you don't like it, take your patronage away. Do it. I don't care anymore. Anything you want to add on it, Crash, as a as a not a black person, <laughs> um, immigrant. So you know we yeah. we get put to, uh, we get put together a lot, but yeah. But the difference is, I'm a white immigrant. Well, I'm not an immigrant. My parents are. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, my parents came to America. They worked like crazy. But even then, they were able to get by and do even more because they are white, right? Yeah, exactly. Because there's not a system put against them. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Poor people do suffer, but it's not the same. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of the stuff pe poor people suffer from is systems put in place to keep uh, people of color down. Yes, right? 100%. Black people, Latino people, mm -hmm. all types like that. So it really is just realizing the privilege you have and sort of using that as leverage to help other people and that's the important thing right it's and i was saying this on a stream earlier which is white people need to be the voice of this change right now like if if white people tell other white people that that's racist don't say that don't do this it starts to change the mindset and this is not going to be an over the night thing it's not going to just happen yeah but it needs to come from you guys because you know I, let me i will give you the perfect example and i won't say names because i want to be very respectful and these are people that mean the world to me. I love them dearly. But I've had to block someone on my Instagram. I've had to block... I've turned him up and I said thank you. I've had to block someone on my Instagram, my Facebook, my Twitter. My One of my best friends. One of my... I grew up with this kid since I was 12. We've been clubbing. We went on holiday. We've done it all. But he says so much dumb shit. Is he a racist? Hell no. Not a racist. 
I don't think he's racist. Not at all. But he comes out with so much dumb shit and says so much stuff at the wrong time. And I'm just like, I can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't keep educating you and telling you this is wrong. And telling you this isn't right. And telling you how I'm feeling. Or you not even asking how I'm goddamn feeling. Because I'm calling you racist. I never called you racist once. But the fact that you think you're being racist tells me enough about you. Yep. It's uh, it's ignorance, and for a lot of a lot of people, it is willing ignorance, where they hear the facts, they see the facts, but they're like, "Woe is me," you know. They hear something like white privilege, and they're like, "Well, I've had to struggle in my life. White privilege doesn't mean you didn't have to struggle in your life. It just means that when you're walking down the street, you're less likely to be stopped by a cop. Mm. It just means when somebody reads your name, you're less likely to uh, be put off because you have a." not a foreign sounding name or yeah. a black sounding name or whatever it is right mm-hmm. it's just the realization of that right 100 percent. and a lot of people struggle with that because that's where white guilt comes people are like i don't want to feel guilty it's not my fault i didn't do anything i didn't do anything wrong not that no one said you personally did anything yeah. wrong but you can help change it yeah oh and every time i talk about it it just all comes back <laughs> it all comes back the injustice the hurt Look, that might look. It happens if PR people see that and don't like it. I don't care. Anyway, this is my Xbox and me, our weekly Xbox podcast. You can get it early on Patreon.com/slash/MCFixer, where I need your support more than ever. If you want me to, this if we're putting all the cards out there, I'm broke as a joke. The Patreon's at the lowest it's ever been. I am struggling to make ends meet, and uh, I need support. Don't get me wrong. I understand Corona, people's jobs got cut. And entertainment was the first out the window. Just remember when you do come back and you get to bounce back, I'll still be here trying to be a full-time content creator. So if you do have the means and you can afford it, um, please do support it. And I'm not telling you where to put your money at all. But if you're someone who supports me on Twitch, remember Twitch takes half of that every single time. Patreon doesn't take half. And it helps me live a lot better, if I'm honest, with a monthly wage, a stable monthly wage. Again, you do what you got to do. The plan is to grow the Patreon to as big as I can so I can pay people like Crash for the podcast, so I can pay editors, so I can pay people. It's not just about me. It's about growing as a team. But it does have my name on it, so I understand that. Uh, you can find us on all podcast services uh, around the globe. It's, it's, it's a bit SoundCloud. Don't don't check that. Don't check SoundCloud. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I think we bring this up multiple times, but why is SoundCloud the one you give a shout out? Because it's not on SoundCloud. It's just part of the bit at this point, isn't it? Mm, mm. It's also easier, huh? It's just easier in my head, isn't it? Uh, make sure you go subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash myxboxandme. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to start cutting out clips of good moments and putting them on my channel to then push promotion to the main channel. So those clips will be coming out early on my channel. So that's something we're going to be doing in the future. Uh, and don't forget to rate us on iTunes. It's how we chart. If you want to you wanna support and you've got an Apple device and it don't want to cost you any money, no problem. No problem. Just go and go to uh, Apple, go to the ratings, five-star it, leave a review. So you can just be a great podcast. It helps us chart. Crash, find out. We are 74th in the Canada podcast charts. Really? 74th. Top 100. Shout out Top Canada. Top 75. I always knew I love Canada. Yeah. So shout out to Canada. Everywhere else, we're not, we're not, on, the, we're not on the list. But, but Canada, but Canada, it's, it's all about Canada. Shout out to Number my Canadian one. listeners, you're the best. 
Shout out to the Canadian listeners. Um, topic of the show this week, Crash, is uh, is all about the PlayStation actually. But we're gonna we're gonna chip on this heads in a little bit. Uh, okay. P- PS Five game development will likely increase cost of PlayStation CEO sets. So the interactive entertainment president and CEO Jim Ryan has talked to GameIndustry.biz about the cost of creating a game that will look like the Unreal Engine Five reveal video. Lumen quote Lumen inland and of Natey end quote see our breakdown below uh, will cost a lot quote this is from jim ryan i think to extend that technology enables the graphic side of it to become more interesting and lifelike the games will become slightly more human incentive and captivative and capital capital investive to products did i say that right seemed like i got that wrong incentive uh... more human incentivize and is it intensifies in intensive and capital yeah my bad yeah intensive thank you ryan told the site noting that there will be probably uh, there probably will be an increase in development budget however he does not expect these changes to be too extreme quote we don't see it being a massive increase he says my question crash is what is the perfect price point for xbox to win next gen Obviously, we know in a roundabout way, we're gonna. It's around yeah. five hundred dollars, right? Around that, just yeah. the sheer components inside and stuff like that. Where do you think is the perfect price point for Xbox to undercut PlayStation, and it be such a margin that it's like, I want this thing, but that one's just that much cheaper, and for it still to work. Yeah, uh, I think it would have to be a hundred dollar difference. Okay. So. I think it's more so based on Sony, what Sony prices their console as. Yeah. Because I think if they price it five fifty and above, Microsoft has a chance to go in at four fifty. I don't think it's gonna be four fifty, it'll probably be five hundred. Yeah. So then Sony would have to price their console at six hundred and I don't see that happening. Yeah. So I don't think price point will really amount to much unless it is a hundred dollar difference, right? So a hundred you say a hundred dollars is the point where yeah. where you think most people will go, okay. I know I want a PlayStation in the future because I want these great games, but I'm going to get this one first because it is that much cheaper. Yeah. So what would you say a price point would be of like, I know that's a hundred different. So you're saying maybe 450 and PlayStation coming at 550 or Xbox to come down yeah. to 400 Xbox to be at 500 or vice versa. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. Just don't see it. Right. Yeah, no, I don't think there's any chance that Microsoft goes to 400 because Mike Microsoft's also selling this as a premium console, right? Yes. And 400, even if it is like a premium product, people will look at it and be like, 400. That's not premium. Sony costs more. Sony's the premium one, right? Yeah, more money um, means it co- it's better in in some people's heads, especially a casual. Yeah. It's like, oh, I mean, it, it costs 50 pound more. It must be 50 pound better. Like, no. L- Look how long iPhones have been dominating, right? Because iPhone is a premium product. It comes out, it's expensive, it has accessories that are overpriced that work really well, but they are overpriced. And it yeah. works because uh, uh, Apple's like, these are premium products. And I imagine like that might be my, that with Microsoft's whole scheme, it sounds like that's the sort of like lane they're going for is the same way Apple owns the uh, phone market. Mm. Yeah, I, I generally think that if it, it, you can't go any higher than 500 again we've been there right we did the 600 dollar ps3 go go get yeah. a second go get a second job if you want one uh yeah. but we, we are on that 
swing of the pendulum right now though crash we are getting cocky Sony a little bit more than we... Than yeah, we, no, that's, we, we that's very true. We are kind of there. Can you and, see them going... I could see them going 550 and going, hey. I, uh, hey. It's weird, because, like, I want to say no, but when Sony gets cocky, Sony does, like, stuff that, like, you think about it logically, and you're like, I just don't understand. I can't follow the steps to, like, where they got to where they are. So, maybe. Who knows? I hope. Possibly. I Again, I hope they're both as cheap as possible so I can buy both at launch because I'm pretty sure they won't be sending me out a review unit. Um, or maybe they will because I'm black. Who knows? Uh, like, I would love to see the Xbox launch at £450. I think that would be a dope price point for me. I think that's somewhere where I can go, all right, I get it. It's a premium console. That's where I'm at. And even if Xbox, if PlayStation do go in at 500, I think it will help, but not enough to to deteriorate people away from it. Like to go, no, I can't afford that. 50 pounds, not enough. Yeah. No, I agree. Fair enough. Uh, Let's get into what's been in our box. What have you been playing this week, Crash? I've been playing Warframe. Warframe, that free-to-play ninja game. What's it? uh, How is it? I really like it. I've tried it a few times. The problem with Warframe is, like, when you first play it, it's very overwhelming. And that was kind of my issue every... I've tried it two or three times, and every time it's, like, the game throws so much at you in the beginning, and you're like, the story's not interesting, like, the gameplay is cool, but it's not really enough. Yeah. Um. So recently I've been, like, digging into it, and it's just kind of a good game for right now, where it's like, I need something to turn my brain off and just, like, run through, grind a little bit, and that's what it is. I think yeah. it's fun for that. I think... Uh, in terms of grinding mechanics, it has like a lot of really interesting stuff it does, where I always feel like, even if I'm not getting loot, I'm progressing towards something, which is a really good feeling for a game like this, right? Something that you're supposed to put a lot of hours into is where 10 of those hours don't feel like you were just grinding for the sake of grinding, where I feel like I am accomplishing things, right? Mm. Yeah, I... You've been in this weird place right at the moment, right? With uh, games. I feel like you've uh, you've hit a wall with a lot of games, where... You'll play it, play it, play it, and then you're like, I'm done. Play it, play it, play yeah. it, and then I'm done. Like, have you finished Have you finished Minecraft yet, Crash? No. I hey. played Minecraft the other day. Dungeons? Dungeons? Yeah, I played Dungeons. Yeah, I mean, I like watching you play it. It seems like you're having a lot of fun. It looks like a cool game. I'm not going to jump in. I was tempted. I was like, ah, oh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. And I, I, don't, like, no. I, don't, uh, I don't think it's the game for you, to be honest. I'm too hooked in on COD right now, man. I am. You've been playing a lot of COD. I'm getting better. A lot. I'm surprised because you'll even play solos. I'll hop into your stream sometimes and you're just playing solos. I'm like, this isn't fixed. What is this? <laughs> Who is You'd this guy? Like, oh man, I'm hungry. It's hot. My back. <laughs> Gotta go. I've been doing. I've been doing eight to nine hour streams. But I'm, the thing. The thing that helps is I'm getting up way early. I'm getting up at like six o'clock in the morning and then seeing Haley in the morning and then starting streaming at like half past seven and yeah. So it's just, it's just worked out. Yeah. I was going to bed uh, the other day at 2.30, and you went live, and I was like, oh, man, do I stay up and watch this stream? I was like, I gotta go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's all I've played, honestly. That's it. Like, just cod, 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 cod. I f- I'm getting better. I'm getting a lot better. I still am not getting as many wins as I'd like, though. But mm. that's Battle Royale, right? Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, I mean... BRs are weird because, like, you play for the experience more than you do for the wins. The wins feel really good. And if you can get them consistently, like, forget about it, right? But you really play for the experience. And 
the moments where you do wipe out a whole team and that feels sort of like a mini victory uh. and that's where the satisfaction from brs comes right when you're 1v4 against the whole team and you manage to get them all and revive your teammates right i had the best bits for the yesterday crush i had the best stream yesterday crush i gotta say i fr some guy threw a c4 at me and I just I saw drove. the clip on, uh, he blew I saw it, the clip on Twitter. He blew it up too early and I slammed into him. I was like, yeah. That oh, it was so good. It felt amazing. But yeah, you're right. You do play for those moments. It's those those excellent moments. But yeah, I'm I, I'm I'm hooked in right now. New season's been delayed, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um yep. which I'm obviously supportive of. But um looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. Anything else you've been playing that I've missed? Uh, Warframe. I did a little Minecraft Dungeons. I some Call of Duty, some Apex. That's about it. Yeah, I respect it. I respect. It. Still Apex. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if if I ever play games with Ben, tell Ben just play God. Play uh, I need a solid squad crash. Yeah, but you'll never get a solid squad with Americans. If I change my sleeping patterns, I could. It's it's not even sleeping patterns. What is it then? It's pain. I can play with you. Okay, fix. You got how many kills today? Thirteen. Yeah. In the last game, thirteen. Yeah. If you play on an American server with the high ping, you're not going to get thirteen kills. I'm getting twenty five kills with my high ping. Oh, I forgot you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna help use the lag. Right? I'm that. I'm just that good. I'm just that good. Yeah. Uh, okay, we, let's jump into Fix This Sack, where you can email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com, or you can jump in my Discord and drop a question, or you can jump on Twitter, use the hashtag MXAM, or at me and Kresh, which my Twitter is at MCVixer, Kresh is at Kreshnik. Please. Please. I knew that. Uh, first question is, Fix and Kresh, sorry for the lack of questions, quarantine is really killing my ass. I mean, I'm didn't, uh, Kresh, did you know there was a, a symptom of you know corona killing asses man yeah i, I heard about it <laughs> I heard about that yeah, new i saw symptom. it on my facebook feed right <laughs> of course of course <laughs> it's gotta be true <laughs> um for probably the sixth time since lockdown i've started to started to send an email question for the podcast and then read it back and full this isn't a good question so here's the best one i can think of damn stacked um that's probably our fault crash how many times were we like, your questions are trash, chat. You're awful. We hate no, I'm okay, joking. It's not even that questions are bad. It's, it's the, same the same question over. Like slightly worded different. They're like, oh, this is a clever question. <laughs> and it's like, we've answered. We Sometimes literally the next week we get the same question with like a slightly different word. Yeah. It's like, oh, that question again. I yeah, but, but this isn't that. This is a smart one. Yeah. You have said weekly that you wouldn't buy the Xbox Series X on launch if it wasn't for, quote, business needs, end quote. I have, I have the I have the same feeling and with me not having a business need I will not be buying day 1 probably not even year 1 I really don't know what Xbox can say to make me want one do you think this generation could have been stretched out a bit further and maybe the series X could have could be a solution and maybe the series X could be a solution to a problem that doesn't exist yet from Matt gamertag little smee L I L space S M I Y Oh, it is a good question. It's definitely a good yeah, question. I agree. I the thing with me is, I feel like the Series X and, and and this applies to the PlayStation as well because they haven't shown anything. But the Series X messaging is it's better. It loads yeah. faster. It's better. It it does this. It's better. And I understand that's what every generation is, right? 
That's it, it's this is going to look better, but pr- without the graphical leap every year on year on year on year or every generation, I should say, it's hard to get that that same feel. And again, mm-hmm. we are getting older as well, which means yeah. as we approach getting older, we're not going to get excited about our plastic boxes as much as we used to. Very true. For me, I'm with you though, and I've said, and you know, I've said it, and people who listen to this podcast regularly will know, Xbox. As much as Xbox need this new console, this this console is not just about the console. It's about yeah. the first party lineup and building new IP that is going to bring them into the next the generation after this. Whether that is streaming or whatever it is, that's what Xbox needs to do to bridge the gap, right? It needs those third party action adventure games, those it's just those exclusive that people care about. We were talking yeah. about it in Twitch chat earlier, and people were saying, "Yeah, but I don't have Horizon, I don't have Spider Man, I don't have this," and I'm like, "Look." I'm not here arguing with you that they have these things. They don't. like, But they do have Gears of War, and I like Gears of War a lot. They yep. do have Forza, and I like that a lot. But you're right. This generation for me isn't so much about the console. It's about the games. The problem is when I can play those games on my PC, which Microsoft don't care where I play, but just from the context of which we're speaking about, when you can play these games on PC as well as I'm not as compelled to buy it. And I feel like that's where a lot of people are coming down, right? Not, a lot of people don't want to go that, go out and buy a 4K TV. And you are losing a lot of the functionality of this new console if you don't have a 4K TV or monitor. That's yep. just a fact. So it's like, it's not I mean, just a £500 console. It's a £500 console with a brand new TV. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, you also have this issue where Microsoft released the Xbox One X. And that was an upgrade to the Xbox One, right? Yep. The Series X, while they're touting as next gen, it does feel like it's just another upgrade. Because everything Microsoft-wise is going to be playable. Mm-hmm. We know third parties will probably start making exclusives for Series X. But when on a first-party front and the messaging Microsoft's getting across isn't that, right? It's yeah. that everything's playable across. You know, they they we're going to talk about it later, about the, you have a thousand games day one. Yes. That's cool and well, and like, conceptually it is amazing i think uh he was absolutely correct in saying they're solving a solution uh they're they have a solution for a problem that doesn't exist yet yeah right i think that is a hundred percent accurate but the problem is how do you sell people on that yeah and that's where like marketing comes in and that's where microsoft really has to step up i feel like i think it's that you hit the nail on the head with everything you said there and it's that that conversation piece of we don't buy new consoles to play old games right but i do appreciate the fact that the old games are there so I'm not taking away from the work that's being done on, we're going to talk about it later, so I won't go into it too much, but what's being done there on this new console, but what's the new experiences I'm going to be playing? And if I can keep playing them yep. on my Xbox One X, I do feel like it's a different conversation if you have an OG Xbox. An OG Xbox at this yep. point is old and it's probably dying. My Xbox Series X isn't old. It isn't dying. It isn't, it isn't that thing that... I need to. Up- I feel like I need to upgrade anyway. Yep. Where if I had, a, if I still had a VCR, I would upgrade that thing instantly. So I feel like that's definitely where the conversation yeah. is. Microsoft have done a great job of selling people multiple consoles this gen, which is people mm-hmm. did upgrade to the Gears of War one, like yourself, or the Series X white one, or from the VCR because the VCR was just hideous. So yeah. it depends where you are in this world. Where it's like, well, I don't need this. I need. I don't need that. It's, yeah, it's interesting. But that also goes back to a conversation we've had a lot of times where it's like Microsoft's trying to get people in their ecosystem. They don't necessarily want to sell hardware. They want to get you on Game Pass. They want to get you to buy 
buy their games because people play games on Game Pass and they end up buying it, which good sounds a little weird. No, no, absolutely. Because I don't know. I agree. Yeah, the reason I say it doesn't sound weird to me is just because I and I've seen it on Twitter just because I'm in those ecosystems a lot. It's people saying support, the, especially the indie games. It's people saying, "Hey, if you did enjoy this game and I know you're going on Game Pass, please buy it." This indie dev, mm. I'm sure this indie dev got a great deal from Microsoft and it's going to be able to make their next game. But how about we buy my house as well? How about we? Yeah. How about we do that next step as well? And I do think that's something that should be applauded. So, yeah, I agree. But, Absolutely. But the, the the main question, the crux of this question was, um, is the Series X, um, sorry, Series X could be a solution to a problem that doesn't exist. I disagree with you on that. The leap is going to be great for anyone who has a console right it is ssd is a huge game changer for load times mm. the hardware they've got there is it's the it's the most powerful console out there it's going to be it's huge if you don't game on pc buying an xbox one x is a no-brainer uh, xbox series x sorry is a no-brainer in my opinion but if you're someone who is like me is a content creator you already have a souped up pc you already mm. you have these other things that can play these same games but I think for, I don't know about you, uh, little Smitty, I don't know if you have an Xbox Series X, uh, or Xbox One X, sorry, but if you've got an OG Xbox, you're not going to want to play Halo Infinite on on that, really. You're going to want to play it on the Series X, where I can get the same thing out of my PC, and that's why I'm a little bit more reluctant. Nonetheless, I'm going to be getting it at launch, but yeah. I think the problem for me here is that you're kind of viewing it as somebody who has all the consoles yeah a lot of people don't have the luxury to have no. an xbox a pc and a ps4 and for like for me this is a solution to a problem for people who can only afford one console 100 right? you get an xbox console and you know oh even when next gen releases the games that release on that at least for the first two years yeah they'll be playable on the console i have so that's not an issue um so i do think it's a solution in a sense i don't think it's a solution if you have like fix set up souped up pc if you have everything i don't think it's necessarily a solution because you'll probably have something that can play the game just as good if not better yeah so it really depends where you are i think this is a great solution for people who are invested in an xbox ecosystem or people who are invested in sony and they're like i want something that's longer lasting they yeah. might be like oh i like what microsoft's doing i'm gonna jump over and i'll buy the ps4 a few years down the line when it's cheaper and ps5 the bundle <laughs> with i can get the bundle with god of war and horizon or whatever they had recently where it was like 200 dollars. yeah that's a steal right if we're talking value for money though you have to you can't you there's no argument that xbox is the place to go right now for value for money when it comes to game pass when it comes to yeah. xbox live you're getting more games than you would get on playstation plus um it's just that conversation about exclusives. And I generally believe, I don't know if July's event is still going ahead, you would assume it is. I generally believe Xbox are going to come with a lot. The new Fable game, I'm hoping. And if it looks dope, is that, is that a game that gets people though, Chris? That's my thing. That's my only worry. And same with the Initiative's new game, which is the rumor that it might, it's Perfect Dark. I'm, don't get it, don't get it twisted. I am so looking forward to Fable. I love Fable, but we've yep. seen Fable. Yes, it's yeah. going to be a new take on Fable, and I'm, I'm looking forward to that, but we've seen Fable. Same with Perfect Dark, if it's that. It's like, I want new. New IP, new new worlds, new characters, new, 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 new. Something for we can latch on to, I feel like. Yeah, I, I agree. The problem with Fable is like people have seen it and done it, and if it's just a prettier-looking Fable, that's kind of going to be a problem, right? I, for me, it would have to be a jump between Witcher 2 to Witcher 3, right? 
those two games are drastically different. Fable would need something like that that exists in the Fable universe. You know, it has its humor and all that, but it would need to be functionally a lot better. Um, I think it's going to be that with Fable. I, I think so as well. Yeah. But just based off it being Fable, I don't think Fable coming out will necessarily like do numbers just because it's Fable. Exactly. I don't think that's not the game that moves the needle, right? That's not the game that goes to the place. If we're trying to make PlayStation fans move over or even be part with it as well it's like i don't think that's the game that does it what yep. is the next game that does it i don't think it's halo either though crash i generally i don't know if that's just me because i am not the halo guy um but i don't think halo has that same love and cachet and fan fandom around it anymore i think am i wrong am i wrong is i i don't I, I do think you're wrong. Okay. But the problem with Halo is I think a lot of people who played Halo when they're younger transitioned into playing games on PC. Yes. So when Halo 5 came out, they were like, well, I'm not really going to play this. I play mostly on PC. I'm going to stick to Counter-Strike or whatever it is. Not even a better looking game necessarily, just something that I can play on my PC. Yeah. Because I like to play with mouse and keyboard. Halo Infinite being on PC, I think will benefit Halo in a really big way. But maybe not necessarily Microsoft from a system standpoint, right? Yeah. I have to highlight this message because it's the game, it's the GOAT, it's the one uh, from Laura K. Buzz, which says, uh, shit like Sunset Overdrive is what we need. New IP, which is colorful, eye-catching, fresh. Yeah. Why didn't people buy Sunset? Oh, Why didn't you know, people buy Sunset Overdrive? I was going to say, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that. People didn't buy Sunset. That's people don't necessarily care for colorful I, and fresh but we're in a dip, but Imagine how well Sunset would have done if it was in Game Pass. If Game Pass was a thing. Was, yeah, or if it was a Sony game. Like, so, I can guarantee you, if I'm just saying, if it was on Sony as a platform, it would have done numbers. I know. Just because of how big Sony was. Like, if it was on 360 back in the day, it would have done numbers just because of how big 360 was. Maybe not, actually. I might take that back. <laughs> 360 <laughs> people, Xbox fans on 360 didn't really... No, we play we play we play Call of Duty. Yeah, I take that one back. Uh, thank you for the question, Matt. I do appreciate you. Let's move on to this week's dashboard. Uh, did you get to see the new look of the Xbox Store Design League crash? Uh, yes. A recent leak has given a new look at a redesigned Xbox Store, co-named. You have to help me with this one, unfortunately. Is it Mercury? Uh, I'm trying to see it. I don't know where you're at. I've highlighted it. One second. Don't worry. I've got this. Don't worry. Google. Google will help me right now. It is. It's the planet. Like Mercury. Um, that very well may be the store that we'll see on the Xbox Series X. Crash, 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 crash. New yep. dashboard. New dashboard. New dashboard. Sure it's be a new dashboard. New dashboard. And not just a new store. As reported by Thorak, Twitter user uh, at Wing Community posted the first screenshot of the Mercury, uh, which is a store app for Xbox One that is currently running on Windows 10. Thorak's Brad Sam also got his hands on the app for Windows 10 and showcased Mercury in action, uh, which is pretty far along and allows for purchasing and searching and more. I like the look of it. Yeah. I, to be honest, like the look doesn't... like I like the look. The current Microsoft Store is incredibly slow. Yep, I agree. It's super sluggish. So as long as that's fixed, like if they kept the look the same and they were just like, we fixed the Microsoft uh, Store, it runs smoothly now, I would be hyped for that. That's yeah. like really what's what I want to know is does it actually run better? I'm going to assume it does because usually with these updates, they do tend to run better. So. Yeah. 
uh, to carry on with that, there's no indication to as when its redesign would happen or if it's the final version. Look at uh, will look any different. However, it may be one of the announcements that Microsoft has planned for its Xbox 2020 series that provides monthly updates on the future of Xbox. I like it with the, the bar down the left hand side. Um, it, it just looks a little bit cleaner than than before it looks very much like the redesign of uh, the xbox beta on the pc stuff it looks like that mm. it's more coherent all of them yeah. together so i like it i like it a lot Great. next up xbox series x to launch with thousands of games crash microsoft is doubling down on a known strength by confirming that the xbox series x will launch with quote thousands uh end quote of games leveraging its years uh long backwards compatibility efforts in comparison to sony's mixed messaging on the ps5 backwards compatibility capabilities uh, this one was taken from igm by the way with quote with more than 1,000 hours, sorry, with more than 100,000 hours of playtesting already completed, thousands of games are already playable on the Xbox Series X today. Most, doesn't say most at all, from the big blockbusters to the cult classics and fan favorites. Xbox Series X director of programming management, Jason Rowland, wrote in a new blog on the Xbox Wire. Many of us in Team Xbox play on Xbox Series X daily as our primary console and switching between generations is seamless. By the time we launch this holiday, the team will have spent over 200,000 hours ensuring your game library is ready for you to jump in immediately. Roland also spoke to IGN and went asked if thousands meant that the game uh, meant the goal was every single xbox one game in addition to the hundreds of 360 and original games already compatible with the xbox series uh, with the xbox one damn i really hate the naming though i've got to say it does must mess what? me up a lot series x i have to say uh yeah that will also play on the xbox series x Roland said quote the goal is definitely the thousands of titles that will that run on the Xbox One today. If the games run on Xbox One, it is our goal that they run on the Series X. There might be some off, uh, some one-off expe- expectations here and there. He added, noting nothing like licensing or technical issues should be the only possible roadblocks. For instance, in former cases, a game with licensed music, uh, those contracted with the publishing have expired. Even better, Roland says the Xbox uh, One, Xbox 360, and original Xbox games will run better on Xbox Series X than they originally did. All titles run at the peak performance that they were originally designed for, many times even higher performance than the game saw on the original launch platform, resulting in higher and more uh, steady frame rates and rendering at a maximum resolution and visual quality. Roland said on Xbox Wire, Quote, backwards compatibility titles also see significant uh, reductions in game load times from the massive leap in performance from our custom NVEM SSD, which provides, uh, which powers the Xbox uh, Velocity architecture. Like I say, this is all dope in my opinion. Like, I love the fact that this is a thing. I love the fact that we're going to log in it's all going to be there at launch right and remember i think this is very key to remember the xbox Mm -hmm. the xbox one launched awfully like party chat didn't work properly uh game finding your games was a absolute shit show it was all over the place right yep i'm hoping that it just works that's all i want like for, for for my money that's all i want i just want it to work 
Yeah. And I think I that's what Xbox is going for, right? It's, you're going to log on, and yeah, technically you will have thousands of games to play because you've already got your library that's already there. But yeah, it's it's a great step. It's an even better step. The fact that they're going to run better, they're going to work better, uh, things like that. But I just don't buy new consoles to play old games, unfortunately. Just one of those things. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. There's nothing really more to add for I, us. Yeah. I we don't, don't care about old games. It's, it's a games. shame. Give it's me new games. games. Even when you have a game a week old, it's already on to the next thing, right? Yeah. Which is a shame. It's not, it's not necessarily a good thing. But... Yeah. No, exactly. Uh, next up, Infinity Ward uh, redoubles efforts to ban racist names from Call of Duty. <sighs> Took them long enough. Took them long yeah. enough. 2020, yeah. Call of Duty has been a profitable game for many, many years. The most profitable. It's taken you this long to do this. I'm not saying thank you because you should have done it by now. Absolutely. But at least they're doing something, right? Not, not to say, like, to but be thankful. Or, my like, problem uh, is, would they have done this if George Floyd didn't die? That's the so question you need to ask yourself every time you see one of these companies do it. Would they have done this if there wasn't a movement behind it? Would they have done this if there wasn't people voicing their opinions? Would they? It, I can keep going. Like, no, yeah. they wouldn't have. No, you're not wrong. Because they've proven still, they haven't. I, I'd rather this over somebody just posting a black box. Of course. A posting a black box. Of course. Of course. I'm glad they're taking steps to, to finally sort this out. Call of Duty is one of the most toxic games you will ever play. Um... But that's yeah. just my not opinion. To, not to say they deserve any comeuppance or like nobody should be throwing them a parade for this. No, right? definitely not. This is just part and parcel of running a game in 2020, in my opinion. Don't let other people yeah. be racist to each other. Infinity Ward has announced it will be adding... Sorry, I've got my bias here. Uh, we'll be adding additional resources to ban racist names from Call of Duty, like Call of Duty Modern Warfare. In a tweet published on its official social media account, Infinity Ward announced additional countermeasures to ensure users with racist and hate-orientated names are banned from its service and games and games. The studio says that while it's already bans users for offensive names, there will be additional countermeasures in place to ensure racist names don't slip past its filters. Should have been there already. This includes the adding. Uh, I think it's like a, a it's adding like a bracket around a letter, so you can't put like the M word, like N, and then the rest of the word in a bracket so people can see see it resources to moderate uh, moderate and id racist content it goes into more detail in all this but it's just sort of telling you how to do it the statement from infinite world read like this though there is no place for racist content in our game this is an effort we begin with launch with launch and we need to do a better job where Issuing thousands of daily bans and racist hate orientated names but we know we have to do more no shit cod no shit, Infinity Ward. And that's not me, again, I want to make this very clear. I'm not coming at, like, Infinity Ward. I'm not coming at the people there. I know it's not their fault specifically. But Call of Duty's been a big game for many years. We all know about the 360 days of people getting on their mics and just saying the N-word over and over again. Yeah. I understand to a lot of you that means nothing. I get that. I get that's just a word to use. But as someone who has been called the N-word many a times in negative ways, and obviously other slurs, it does get on your nerves. It does hurt you. It does upset you. So, you know, I'm just letting you guys know. Uh, they should have done this well before now. And seeing that sort of thing is disgusting. I see it in FIFA as well. Again, another person. Um, it's like when you see a FIFA team and it comes up, it's like no black players. It's like, how did that get in the game? 
I sometimes I can't even get in the game with my name being Fixer, but that can be right. in the game. Yeah, infuriates yeah, no. me. Infuriates me. Um, nothing to add on this, I assume, Chris. No, not at all. Racist bad. Racist bad. <laughs> I think that's the theme of today's podcast, right? Racist, Racist bad. bad. Uh, Call of Duty Season 4, which is delayed, will bring Captain Price and more. Uh, the new season of Call of Duty was scheduled to kick off on June 3rd, but it has been delayed in the wake of the homo- uh, sorry, the homicide of uh, George Floyd by the Metro Open Police officer, Derek. I'm not saying his name. A trailer has been released uh, through and it confirms the return of a fan favourite character, Captain Press. He was also featured in the campaign mode uh, for the reimagined Modern Warfare. Several ser- serving, sorry, thank you. I knew it, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's not right. Serving a cr- uh, crucial role in the game's story and leading into a pot- potential sequel. Crash, can we just, before we carry on... Cod's story was so good last year. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So good. We've got to just, just we'll, we'll carry on with that. So good. However, uh, what we know it, ahead of launch, a new date has not been announced yet. In a tweet attached to the trailer, Activision teased a story quote, The story is so far from over. That seems to reference the surprising amount of story content um, in cutscenes, which shows price and promises a new mission. Naturally, we also get plenty of action with fire uh, fighters and risky uh, risky chopper. Uh, you have to help me with that one, man. Man views. Um, don't know. I yeah. I lost you again. Don't worry about. It. New season's coming. It'll be there when it's there. Yeah. Those maneuvers. Thank you. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. Nah, you're all good. This today, do you know how much I did it on the podcast today? Really? Like this, yeah, this whole week, man, I've just been like, I'm just going to get through this week. Just get through the week and I'll be okay. Just get through the week and I'll be okay. But, you know. For those who might be new as well, because maybe we've got a lot of new people in, I'm dyslexic. I will do this with every co-host I ever have in the world. There will be words I don't get. There'll be words I can't, like, sound out on the show. So if you're new here and you're being like, this dude can't read. I can read, it just takes me a little bit longer. And unfortunately, in podcast form, you don't get times to go, maneuver, unfortunately. It's just not how it works. Yes. Uh, moving on, Fortnite Chapter 2, Season 3, delayed uh, to allow the team to focus on their communities amid worldwide protests. <sighs> Chapter 2, Season 3, has been delayed, with the new season now launching on June 17th, with developer Epic explaining that the move is due to the current outcry and protests in the US. Quote, Recent events are a heavy reminder of ongoing injustice in society from the dental of a basic human rights to the impact of racism, both over uh, overt and uh, subliminal against people of color. We're accurately aware of the plan our friends and families, team members, players, and communities are experiencing, end quote. Begins a statement from Fortnite blog post earlier today, quote, we begin in equally, uh, equality and justice, diversity and inclusion. And that. These fundamentals are, uh, uh, are above politics. Epic Games adds, The team is eager to move Fortnite forward, but we need to balance the season free launch with time for the team to focus on themselves, their families, and their communities. Again, I had to keep adding them, but I'm, I'm happy this was happening. I'm glad the big games. I also, there's a couple I didn't add, like GTA went off uh, offline for two hours. GTA took down... Um, GTA and, sorry, Rockstar took down GTA and Red Dead Redemption for two hours to, uh, to honour George Floyd as well. So, um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting times. Yep. 
nothing we can really add there, but yeah. Uh, next up, WWE 2K devs prov- uh, promise. Crash, 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 crash. Promise. WWE 2K devs promise significant evolution for gameplay. During a Reddit Q&A, WWE 2K uh, executive producers Patrick Gilmore, who previously worked on the games like Killer Instinct and Medal of Honor, answered questions from fans and shared how the developer are approaching gameplay for the next WWE 2K game. Quote, Core gameplay is a is one of the major investments we're making in the next instalment, Gilmore says. We are looking at much-loved previous games like No Mercy or SmackDown Here Comes the Pain, along with top franchise instalments and more modern wrestling and fighting games to build an all-in, uh, an all-new philosoph- uh, sorry, philosoph- uh, philosophic foundation for the game. Philosophy for the foundation of the game. My apologies. Again. Philosophical. Jesus Christ, I'm all over the place today. In other parts of the AMA, Gilmore shared some smaller details like how the dev team is looking into features like mod support and crossplay, but could not confirm in these features will not make it into the final game. Gilmore also mentioned the WWE 2K20 will not be supported with additional content while the team is developing the next title. Crash, I don't trust this as far as I could throw it, mate. Let me tell you. No. How many years have I been waiting for a good WWE game? Yeah, I love Killer Instinct. You know, uh, guy who produced it worked on that. Uh, the problem is they say significant, and my thing is like, wrestling games should be like arcadey, right? They should be fun. They shouldn't be like super realistic. This just sounds like they're gonna go into like some MMA type of ish, and it's like I don't know how many people who play who enjoy wrestling games necessarily want that. You know? Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't really watch wrestling. I don't keep up with it anymore. No, it's... I haven't gotten a game in years. So the problem, my biggest problem with this statement is uh, the the fact that he brought up No Mercy and SmackDown. Here comes the pain because they're some. They are two of like the greatest wrestling games out there, in my opinion. Like <laughs> what? I, overpromising at this point is scary because you've still got a long time to go, and mm. this franchise is so here, there, and everywhere. That I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. I feel like you've you've already set people up for failure by saying those names of those games. Do we know when he joined the studio? I don't know. Okay, because I'm I'm just curious if like they brought him on and then he sort of started leading in. This is sort of the direction he wanted yeah. to take it in. I'm not because if that's the case, then I can understand him mentioning it. Otherwise, it's just sort of like be hyped for the next wrestling game we have I under- for these games. Don't get me wrong, I understand it. It's not that I don't understand it. It's just the fact of don't promise things and don't mm. overcommit. Like, No Mercy and SmackDown are the, the top two, I'd say, premium games. Don't don't promise anything. Yep. Next up, EA multi-year partnership with NFL to create, a, uh, create more Madden games. EA has announced that it has renewed its partnership with the NFL and the NFL Players Association, ensuring several more years of Madden NFL from EA Sports. According to the press release, the multi-year renewal of partnership means more football simulations from EA, as well as additional innovative ways to play through new genres, expanding esports programs, arcade style and enhanced mobile experiences and more across platforms that means that for the next couple of years ea sports it's in the game will be the home of the authentic football sims uh 2k games recently signed a deal back with uh, nfl 2k but those were for those were specifically for non-sim games and don't directly compete with ea madam there you go crush 
To be fair, this is actually one I'm happy about. Madden make a great Madden game every year. They do. It's, it's hard. And maybe because I don't know the game inside out like that, I know it from a very casual point of view. Like, I know the difference between FIFA being bad and FIFA being good, where I wouldn't know that with Madden. Like, Madden's like, cool, new, new American football game, perfect. Chris, you're struggling. What's up, bro? Talk to me. Are we going down? I unplugged my headphones. Give me a second. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, next up... King <laughs> Kingdoms of Armour Reckoning, re-reckoning, I should say, announced for August 2020. Kingdoms of Armour re-reckoning, Twitter's account has confirmed the remaster is real and will release on Xbox One, PS4, and PC on August 18th, 2020. Crash, what did I say to you? When I DM'd you, I said there's going to be an influx look, of viewership. Look, look, you need to be on your game. You put, I said fix. to you. You put pressure on it. You said that. My mic messed up even more. <laughs> I just unplugged it. Look, Fix, you just ruined it. You've got in my head. You put too much pressure on me. It's my fault. It's my fault. I crush under pressure. I'm a very fickle person, Fix. I don't last long. <laughs> I'm clumsy. Come on. Next up, Kingdom of the Reckoning, a uh, remastered version of the 2012 uh, Kingdoms of the Reckoning, was released on Xbox 360, PS3, and PS3. This remaster appears to include all the DLC, including Teeth of Naz Nazos and Gl uh, Legend of Dead Kel, and will be improved graphically fidelity. Ever play this game? Obviously, people love this game. Like this, no. this has a big fan base. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never played it. I heard a lot of great things. I saw gameplay for it. And I was like, doesn't really, it doesn't pique my interest. Um, it's cool to see that they're they're bringing this forward. I wonder what it means for the franchise. Whether they'll do anything with it. <sighs> hmm. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, but it's one of those games that I know people are going to be like, Fiction, you have to play it, and I'm going to play it and then not like it, and everyone's going to go, you're stupid, you don't know what you're talking about, you shouldn't talk about games, I'm, I'm sorry. And old games old. But this is a, remaster. It is... it's a remaster crash. It's, it's new. A... <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it's not new. It's Well, eh. Eh. we'll see how it looks. It's a new box. <laughs> I'm buying it digital, I'm not getting boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um games will go this month you've got shanty and the pirate curse from june 1st to june 30th coffee talk june 16th to july 15th um is it sana mora from june 16th to june 30th and destroy all humans from june 1st to june 15th crush that is it for this week's show before we do leave again i want to reiterate black lives matter go and support please find the donation links for them um be spoken, be loud, be proud, elevate people of color's voices. Like I, I, I keep saying this to people, and I, and and I don't want it to come across as like a me thing. It's not, and I generally mean this. It's like if you love someone's content and you want to see them on uh, IGN, uh, Gamespot, uh, wherever it is, tweet at them, join it. That person's gonna retweet, it and it's gonna make them feel great. Someone might see it. So many people slide in my DMs like, oh, you should be on this show, you should be on that show. If you're not tweeting at those people that at MC Fixer should be on that, then how are they gonna know? So use your voice, use your platforms, and don't be scared. Like, seriously, don't, don't be scared about what your nan's gonna think or your aunt is gonna think. Do what is right. And There's no reason to be... Uh ignorant towards outdated mentalities exactly exactly your racist auntie is you're still your auntie but she is racist doesn't make her right doesn't make her right doesn't mean you shouldn't go to family dinner no it just means you should correct her whenever she it, says something wrong exactly it, and that's the point 
And then maybe she'll stop going to family dinner and you don't have to deal with her. Perfect. There's no racist at family dinner. Sounds good to me. Uh, let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of here. We got to plug this week, my dude. Uh, my Xbox and me YouTube page. Yeah. Go drop a follow. We get need it. subs up. We need it. Watch the videos. If, you've li- if you listen to this in audio form and you're at your PC, open up the YouTube page. Oh, please. Put the video to play. Yo, Chris, keep talking, bro. Tell them. Uh, I don't. I, I fumble in the. That's the. That's the, the, that's the. That's the. That's the most enthusiasm you've had in a plug, plug, plug in years. <laughs> Probably ever, to be honest. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, you can find me everywhere at MC Fixer. I'll be honest. I don't need. I do not need any more promo. Uh, go and support the. Go and support the Black Lives Matter movement. That's my plug this week. If you can't do it financially, do it with your hashtag. If you can't do it with a hashtag because you don't have Twitter, like I say, um, correct people. Correct people. There's the link going around on Twitter with all the uh, different ways you can support. Mm-hmm. If you go to donation, there is a way for you to help without any money. Where they'll, it's a, it's a link to a YouTube video that's about an hour long. You can watch that. Uh, turn off ad blocker if you use ad blocker. Yep. All the ad re- revenue for that's going to be going to Black Lives Matter. Dope. So even if you don't, if you can't financially support, there yep. are ways for you to support. You have no excuse. Is what you said. You have no excuse. Sign petitions. Do it all. Do it all. Vote. Jesus, American people, vote. And yeah. British people too, because Boris Johnson. But vote, 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 please. But until then, love you, leave you. See you later. Goodbye.